Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The game is over. And we are headed to overtime. On 95.7, the game. Overtime is back here on 95.7 The Game. A disappointing game for the San Francisco 49ers. They fall in Vegas 34-7. to Of course, though, in the preseason, there's so much more that matters than the final score. You're listening to Overtime here on 95.7 The Game. My name's Mark Randy. Sterling Bennett with me as well. Craig Valentino behind the glass running things. A lot to get into, Sterling. Uh, first of all, Football's back. It feels great. I know we'll get into the game. It feels awful right now. <laughs> yeah, not the best showing for the 49ers team-wise. There, there certainly are some positives that we'll get into. But it's just nice to finally have Niners football to react to once again. Seven months of torture is finally over, albeit maybe have restarted today, yeah. losing to Las Vegas. But uh, I'll just say this. This may have been the most disappointed I've ever been in a preseason game in my entire life. Wow. Watching that performance by San Francisco, I don't care if it's the back or not 34 to 7 and it wasn't just the box score it was almost every single play it was like oh no plays over like everything was awful for san francisco today yeah it was all right so we want you to be a part of this show you're listening to overtime here on 95 7 the game you can give us a call 888-957-9570 we want to hear from you we're on until seven get in now get in often it should be a lot of fun you can also hit us up on the xfinity mobile text line which is also 888-957-9 excuse me 9570 uh you can chat with us on youtube and on twitch head to youtube.com backslash 95.7 the game twitch.tv slash 95.7 the game we're monitoring it all uh, lots of ways that you can get in touch with us but Sterling let's just begin with the quarterbacks that's obviously the biggest story Brock Purdy as expected did not play today there's a chance he plays in future preseason games but we didn't see him today as expected Trey Lance got the start played the entire first half and then it was Sam Darnold for all of the third quarter a bit into the fourth before Brandon Allen came in Uh, But let's start with Trey Lance. Uh, He had, again, the entire first half, finished 10 of 15, 112 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, So if you're just looking at the box score, you might feel like, hey, he had a pretty good day. I know you and I uh, both don't agree. He did not look very good, especially early. And there were some other issues. Offensive line didn't do him favors early, um, but perhaps not the best day for Trey Lance today. And you want to give him credit, too, because there were some good things he did. He avoided pressure a few times, scrambled for a T-yard gain to get out of a sack, um, had a nice play to Willie Sneed up the middle where he's running to the line of scrimmage and kind of flips it to him for a first down. So there was some nice plays Trey Lance did made or did make, but was overwhelmingly negative for him. For a player, there's been so much hype around in regards to, you know, 
Third round, former third overall pick, traded three first round draft picks for him, finally getting back on the field. Didn't really lose his starting quarterback job because of how bad he played because he got hurt last year. And this was an opportunity for him for to, to really show the audience, the fans, the entire NFL world what I've been working on the entire offseason, what I've been showing the fans and media in camp. Because the Trey Lance we saw today was not the same player I've seen the past month and a half at training camp. Yeah. This looked like the Trey Lance three years ago against Kansas City in his first ever game ever. Like This looked like a shell of what Trey Lance has shown the past week. And to see him go out there and, again, 10 of 15, one touchdown, that looks great. But in reality, you're sitting there like, no, this was quarterback three, rookie, raw, green behind the ears, Trey Lance again. And it, you cannot leave thinking positive thoughts about him, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's difficult. So yeah, 10 of 15, 112, a touchdown, no interceptions. His rating, 111. So it all looks great. But let's dive into some of the things that did go wrong. I mean, the first three drives, the 49ers don't get a first down. First drive, a quick drop. He's looking to hit a slant or maybe a quick out to a tight end. Didn't get rid of the ball. He got sacked. And this is where the offensive line wasn't playing well either. Second play had a nice completion to Ross Dwelly, who's fighting for a tight end spot on this roster. About seven yards. Third play drops back to pass. He had Ross Dwelly near the sticks. For whatever reason, didn't throw the ball, got sacked, three and out. Similar story on the second drive. They did mix in a run, also a a PA boot on, on a play action for Trey Lance. Couldn't really get much going three and out there. Third drive, also a three and out. He missed a throw to the sideline. Jason Poe on the offensive line just got absolutely demolished. They were not helping him at all. But those first three drives, hard to find... um, something that could have gone worse for Trey Lance and the Niners offense on those three drives. He did stack some good plays together coming up after that, but those first three drives, again, no help from the offensive line. But Trey Lance seemed flustered. You're right. It it seemed like this was a guy who was just picked this offseason, looked like he was a rookie coming into his first ever preseason game. And for a guy who's coming off of... It really a, a normal off season. Yeah, healthy really the entire off season. Uh, played a lot, you know, with you know his personal quarterback coach Jeff Christensen. Of course, all available at OTAs and all of that, and here in training camp. Of course, not getting all of the snaps, at least first team snaps in training camp. But this is a relatively regular, straightforward, normal off season for Trey Lance. And those first three drives, my goodness, they were not pretty. Those first three drives, 1 minute, 49 seconds, 1 minute, 19 seconds, 1 minute, 5 seconds, no first down, and three sacks. Yes, the offensive line, that second team offensive line was atrocious today. But we did see a difference when Sam Darnold came out there hitting guys in stride, anticipating Trey Lance, I know it's one preseason game, and you can be a really good practice player and struggle come game day. I don't know if that's him, but today there was a lack of anticipation. There was uh, easily rattled in the pocket. When pressure came, while there was some nice plays, it seemed like it was almost like he was seeing ghosts, unlike Sam Darnold earlier today. And to see him go out there and be hesitant, to not be decisive with the football, if you're going to play in this offense, you have to go through your progressions quickly in a snap of a finger. Today he wasn't that. He seemed like someone who was trying to learn the offense still. You've had three years to figure this out, and I get it. Again, offensive line plays bad. You have to maneuver in the pocket and find out things, and plays break down. I get that. And the Raiders would seemingly game plan for this preseason game, but for a quarterback to come in, been here three years with the offensive artillery he has in his physical traits, 
There was none of that on display today. None of that. There wasn't a 75-yard touchdown bomb, but he's three for nine. And you go, okay, there was some good, but a lot of bad. It was a whole lot of bad and a whole lot of bad on top of the bad that was already out there. Yeah, and then I think what makes it even a little more difficult to swallow if you're a 49er fan is you were watching what Aiden O'Connell, relative (laughs) unknown at the quarterback position, was doing on the other side of the football. not going to pretend like, I think he's anything special in this league out of Purdue, but I mean, he was 15 of 18, 141, a touchdown was really, really effective. And the Niners defense wasn't great either. We'll get into that a little bit later, but when you just see your, your star or you, who you hoped was going to be a star quarterback, the franchise savior, the guy that you were going to win Super Bowls with, look relatively, uh, I don't know, iffy at best, and then you see this guy, Aiden O'Connell, come out and slinging the ball all over the place. It just makes it a little bit more difficult to swallow because the Niners have just been searching for their quarterback for so long, and you ultimately hope that Brock Purdy is that guy, and I don't want to overreact to just one preseason game, one half of a preseason game for Trey Lance, but the more that you see him in-game action, it just... You lose a little bit of confidence. You lose a little bit of belief that this could be a guy in the future. Well, the wonder we had about him of what could he be. Oh, you know, Trent Shurfield, first pass, boom, touchdown, 75 yards. It's kind of dwindled as he's played throughout his career. Against Arizona, rough first start. He has the finger broken. Then he plays Houston, has a bad first half, bounces back. Then last year in Chicago, Monsoon. There's so many excuses built up against Trey Lance. You can go, okay, I'll give you that. But we are seeing Trey Lance in the past three years. Every time he plays, or almost every time he plays, the magic wears off every single time. And it gets thinner and thinner and thinner. And we're sitting here saying, hey, are you this team's third best quarterback? Are you this team's fourth best quarterback? And I think Kyle Shanahan's sitting here saying, I don't even know who Trey Lance is because he's yet to show me. Yeah. We got a couple comments here coming in on, on the YouTube chat. Michael for $2 saying, we have a quarterback crisis after Purdy kicker also a problem we'll, we'll get into the kicker jake moody jake. missed a couple of field goals today uh if that doesn't work out kyle shanahan's never going to hear the end of that by the way if you miss on your <laughs> trading three first round draft picks for a quarterback and trey lanson missing on a third round pick for a kicker yeah it's a lot of explaining to do for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Yeah, 100%. A lot of comments as well on, on YouTube and on the text line, the Xfinity Mobile text line. Again, you can let us know your thoughts, 888-957-9570. Also, shout out to the uh, YouTube and chat watchers as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, a lot of people saying, well, it's just preseason. This doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you feel about that. Like, If Trey Lance was my team's starting quarterback mm-hmm. and he doesn't have the the burden of trying to compete for a spot on the roster. If he was locked in, he's the team's starting quarterback, okay, I agree. This doesn't really matter all that much. But this is a guy who, as you mentioned, fighting for his spot on this team. This matters. This is not just, ah, you can throw it away. It's not that big of a deal. Obviously, you look at like one individual play, like, oh, he made a bad read there. Okay, whatever. You can move off of one play. Not a big deal. But when you consider everything that's going into this, This isn't Trey Lance trying to win the starting job. That's Brock Purdy's. That's not Mm -hmm. even a competition. He's trying to win the two, as you said. And if he doesn't win the two, he's trying to be the three. If not, he's not on this roster. (laughs) This matters for Trey Lance. Nothing in his professional career has ever mattered more than this moment. He's been guaranteed roster spots. Last year, he was guaranteed the starting job. The idea that this somehow doesn't matter for Trey Lance... I'm sorry, I disagree wholeheartedly. This is the most important moment in Trey Lance's career, and if he doesn't take advantage, 
his days in the red and gold might be numbered. Well, that's the thing is there was a practice earlier in training camp where I think the the cumulative effort of the media said, you know, Trey can come out today and really prove a point and separate himself from Sam Darnold in the quarterback two conversation. Trey Lance had that opportunity today. Mm-hmm. Come out, start this game out strong, and make a statement saying, hey, I'm here, I'm not going anywhere, and remind Kyle Shanahan, you traded three first-round draft picks for me for a reason. Whether I'm your starting quarterback there this year or not, if Brock Purdy goes down in any capacity, you can trust me. There is no way I left this game saying, hey, you know, Brock Purdy goes down, they got Trey Lance. It's like, oh my God, we have Trey Lance. It's like, who is he? And right now, I would not feel comfortable with him being this team's quarterback at all. There's Again, there's small glimpses of hope. A couple of times avoiding pressure, avoiding sacks, making some nice short throws. But there's still, you know, easy, this kind of, Dump-offs he's missing. Guys on the outs with separation he's missing for five yards. There's throws he's not making that Shanahan's dialing up, timing routes for first downs. He's just like, no, I'm holding the football too long. Some of the sacks today weren't the offensive line's fault. Some were, by, by all means, some were. But there were some plays where Trey Lance looks hesitant in an offense determined by timing. And so for Trey Lance to come out and struggle with the timing, be hesitant, you have to ask yourself, not only can Trey Lance play in the NFL, but can he play in the offense? I don't know. And that's not where I was last year or two years ago, but it's where I'm at right now. Yeah. All right, let's let's take a listen to one of the highlights from this game. It's kind of a funny one, and it's just a result of, of what the play was. The One of the positives for Trey Lance was that fourth drive. They moved the ball down the field after three consecutive three and outs to start the game. He made some nice throws. He had one where he was evading pressure, stepped up to the line of scrimmage, looked like he was going to take off and, and maybe get five, six yards if he broke a tackle. And then ultimately he kind of threw a jump pass behind his uh, across his body. Doing a Tebow. Yeah, it was honestly a pretty <laughs> nice play, a, a good uh, amount of improvisation yeah. from Trey Lance there. They get down near the end zone. They ultimately get to the nine-yard line, and then this happens. Pressure and fights over the middle. This interception is touchdown. touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Duke Shelley had the interception in the end zone, and Ross Dwelly, look what I found. Yeah, and that was Jason Horowitz on the call for the Raiders side of things. And yeah, it was a, a play action, a boot to the left. There was a defender racing into Trey Lance's face. He had Chris Conley, the intended wide receiver, yeah. who I think overall had a, had a pretty good game, specifically in the first half. He had him in the back of the end zone, and you could see him. He's open for quite a while, but mm-hmm. the way that Lance was rolling to his left, it's awkward for a right-handed quarterback to try, kind of get that throw off. You have to set your feet and then throw. By the time he did it, it was too late. It got deflected, should have been intercepted, ultimately falls into the arms of Ross Dwelly for a touchdown. Um, but that was, after what I thought was a really good drive yeah. for Trey Lance, instead of the cherry on top, I mean, it was the worst possible thing you, you could have had at the end of that drive because he, he just... He got into a bit of a rhythm. You, you, you could feel him building a little bit of momentum. Things were looking up after three straight three and outs, and then he makes just a, a bad decision on the throw. It was also a little behind him, allowed the cornerback to, to catch back up to Chris Conley and knock it away. That was not not a very good throw by Trey Lance. Well, that goes back to the inconsistencies he's had since he's got here. And you would like to think over three years and three off seasons that those things would clear themselves up with more play, with more reps. Those would go away, and for all intents and purposes, they, they had during training camp. They had during practice, but the lights come on. You're playing live action against an opponent who, by all means, the Raiders, again, seem to have game plan for this, for this game. But they, 
for an opposing team, they want to prove a point too that you are the you know NFC or thought to be NFC championship favorites coming into this year. Jimmy Garoppolo is now our starting quarterback. We want to go out there and beat the Niners for Jimmy Garoppolo. Come here, they want to win a job too. Yeah. And for Trey Lance to come out here, you cannot tell me they didn't want to make Trey Lance look a little foolish. Young quarterback fighting for a job still, you know, heralded as the next guy in San Francisco. Come out, rattle him early, and they did. Come out here and, you know, make, and force him to make some good throws, and he couldn't. And for Trey Lance to still have the inconsistencies, to be a little gun shy, like you cannot do that in this offense. To have, in the NFL, timing is one, two seconds, and if you don't hit it, you don't get it, right? For Trey Lance, it seems like he's waiting for guys to get open instead of throwing them open. You can't do that in the NFL. This isn't college where guys are open 15 yards and they're wide open for a touchdown. This is guys are going to hit little small windows and you have to be right on the money. Jimmy, for all the bad things he did, he was great at that stuff. Sam Darnold, for all the bad he's done, he looked pretty good doing that stuff today and good during training camp. Trey Lance still seems like that young college quarterback who... Hey, the guy's wide wide open in, in in the bubble of the defense, and I can hit him, but I can't throw guys open yet. And I'm sure Shanahan's sitting there saying, I don't know if I can play you, because yeah. that's going to cost us in a big game this year. Yeah, it's tough. You're listening to Overtime here on 95.7 The Game. The Raiders beat the Niners 34-7 to in preseason game number one. Obviously, final score doesn't really matter all that much, but not a ton of positives, specifically for Trey Lance. What do you think? Give us a call, 888-957-9570. Again, 888-957-9570. Did you lose some confidence in Trey Lance today? Only a half of football, but did you lose some confidence? Because I think for me, I did a little bit. I don't know exactly what I was expecting. I, I wasn't expecting him to come out and you know be 12 of 13 for 152 touchdowns and, and no turnover-worthy plays and make every right decision. But I was expecting it to, to look and feel a little smoother than this. Something you said early, um, it, it felt like he was in his first ever preseason game. It felt like this was all new to him, but it's it's not new to him. And, and the fact that it still feels that way is extremely concerning because you just have to wonder where has this guy taken a step forward in yeah. his time with the 49ers? And I don't know if you know you share blame with the coaching staff or whatever, but it just seems like this guy, and I know he's had all these injuries and he missed all of last year, and, and he's run into some really bad luck in that regard as well. Um, but it's just hard to pinpoint where this guy has gotten better over the last two and a half years. Do you buy into the fact that he hadn't played since week two in the first quarter and now it's been, what, almost a whole entire year since then, if not over a year? I mean... I, I buy into it in the sense that maybe there's a little bit of nerves coming into a game, but I think once you get in there and after a drive, maybe after two drives, I think that's that kind of thing could subside. I mean, he's had he's played injury-free football for this entire offseason. I know it's not in an NFL game, and a preseason game is, is even more than you can simulate in practice, um, but no, I don't really buy into that that much. Again, maybe there's some nerves, maybe there's a little bit of rust to shake off, but... You should be able to to get rid of that relatively quickly, I think. <laughs> well, you would think after those first three drives of a minute, right, that yeah. he'd kind of figure things out, settle in, they'd give him some easy passes. He did and, a little bit. And we saw that in that drive where it almost ended with a pick but became yeah. a touchdown. But even later, where, okay, after that, you know, Trey Lance said in his first game against the Texans or, you know, the second game with the Texans they played in 2021 that, you know, I needed that first touchdown to kind of settle me down. And in this game, you'd think, okay, I got lucky, you know, whew, didn't <laughs> throw a pick in the red zone, you know, Dwelly saved my life there with a touchdown. 
I was wondering, okay, is he going to settle down here and figure things out? But even later as his time progressed on the field, there was an interception almost early or later to a linebacker where he said, okay, like all the good you've built up trying to bounce back from a rough start falls right back down into a hole where you said you're almost throwing a second pick. And again, kind of to your point, it's like, where has Trey Lance gotten better? And on the field in practice, he has a lot. But when the bright lights are on and there's pressure in his face, he looks like that same guy from three years ago. Yeah. All right, let's go to the phones to see a couple of you lining up. You can get in 888-957-9570. That's also the Xfinity Mobile text line. Let us know what you think. Where has Trey Lance gotten better over the last two and a half years? Did you lose some faith, some confidence in Trey Lance and his ability to be a quarterback for this team after what you saw today? Up first is Joe in San Francisco. You want to talk about Trey. Joe, what's up? You're on overtime on 95.7 The Game. Hey, guys. Happy, beautiful Sunday here in the city. Nice um, let me first premise this. I said that when Trey was... Uh, preface this when Trey was drafted, I was stoked. I was like, this is it. This is the direction. I would have given him the first, you know, to start, you know, right from the bat, the whole thing. But oh my word, no. Um, I hear about this new motion, you know, this new delivery he's got and he overthrows with Dwelly going out of bounds like he's done a million times before. But let's just be honest. The offense looks like in constant staccato mode. His pockets are turbulent. Nothing is smooth with this. And I'm seeing no progress. And I see Darnold making, uh, you know, passes that if, if Trey made would be like, see, look at the progress he's making. No, he's, it's not happening. And, um, this I think is going to be really, this is like a James Wiseman moment for the Warriors when they realize this guy is not going to be able to do it. I don't see the progress. I don't see anything smooth. He had almost two picks. The accuracy is not there. And you don't, I'll just leave it at this, you know, there's some things you've got to be able to hit. There are physical plays and mental plays. Yes, as a young guy, you develop, think he's going to slowly develop experience and savvy, but some physical plays of timing and anticipation, that, it's just not there. And I just, I think that uh, Kyle realized this and wants Darnold to be the number two and Allen the number three and somehow move off of him in, in a respectful way. What do you guys think? Yeah, appreciate that, Joe. Thanks so much for calling in. Again, this is Overtime on 95.7 The Game, 888-957-9570. Something Joe said at the end there kind of stuck with me, Sterling. Um, I think, is what he said, I think Kyle Shanahan wants Sam Donald to be the number two. I don't yeah. think that's what he wants. No. I think he wants Trey Lance to earn that yes. job and be the number two. <laughs> but if this performance is who Trey Lance is, he's leaving Kyle Shanahan no choice. Kyle Shanahan wants the guy that he picked third overall, mm-hmm. that he hand-selected. He wants him to be the, his guy, but it, it just doesn't seem like that's happening. We can talk about Sam Darnold in a little bit as well, but if if this is the way it's going, there's no choice that Kyle Shanahan has to make. It, it, it might become relatively obvious. Well, I think this problem dates back to even last year, where they wanted Trey Lance to take that next step in year two oh, and they so wanted and, and, and progress and be that yeah. you know that the Mahomes, the franchise quarterback they drafted with the third overall pick. But then they get into training camp and he's struggling somehow with the same issues he had in his rookie year. And there's certain things they go, mm, we're not too sure about this guy. Then they go, well, hey Jimmy, you know you're still in the building. We'll bring you back again and kind of hedge their bets with Trey and. Now, the plan wasn't for Trey to get hurt, but they made the right decision bringing back Jimmy Garoppolo. This year, 
it's although different situations for Trey Lance, he isn't the so-called starting quarterback, but they're kind of hedging of like, Trey, we want you to be the guy, but if you continue to show what you haven't been able to, in faltering being the quarterback we want you to be and hitting the easy throws and going through your progressions and being on time with your with your throws, we got Sam Darnold here, and he can be our quarterback too, and we're just okay with Sam being our number two quarterback. Trey, we want you to be the guy. We're going to give you the opportunity to be the guy. But you failed already last year. Unfortunately, it may not be three strikes and you're out for Trey. It might be two. Yeah. And I think he's leaning on that last leg right now. Yeah, let us know what you think. 888-957-9570. You're listening to Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Sterling Bennett, Mark Randy with you. Uh, I mean, could you just imagine, just for a second, how this might play out? Say Trey Lance, it, it continues down this I don't know, this spiral downward, and, and he never quite becomes the guy that he was expected to be. Now, maybe he goes somewhere else, and I don't know, maybe it doesn't pan out there either. Yeah. But regardless, whether he does good somewhere else or he doesn't and he never becomes the guy, that's just a that's just a knock on Kyle Shanahan and this front office's ability to figure out who is the guy to lead this franchise. I mean, they had the pick of the litter, aside, <laughs> obviously, from Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. And I don't mean to bring up the draft in the sense that argue about a wrong pick. Right. But regardless of how this works out, assuming that it's not going to happen here, it's a stain on Kyle Shanahan for the rest of his career here. It is, but only because of who they could have picked instead. Micah Parsons being there, being kind of the, the one guy you point to and say, Parsons and Nick Bosa, oh my goodness, but... This falls down on the process. The knock is on the process they have at quarterback. And I do think Kyle Shanahan got a little overzealous saying, I can get this young, raw, moldable piece of clay in Trey Lance and make him to the quarterback I want him to be. And Trey was like, I can't do that. That's not who I am as a quarterback. And maybe I'm not built for that. And then lo and behold, Brock Purdy is this, you know, perfect amalgamation of who Shanahan wants a quarterback. He's kind of a Kirk Cousins light with a little more mobility, right? And, you know, Shanahan's sitting there like, yes, I, yeah, this is the guy. Yes, yes, that's the guy I want. Exactly. And, you know, for him to sit back and go, oh, well, well Trey's also he, still here, and what do I do with him? I think for Kyle Shanahan, yeah, is it a knock on him? Sure. But I think for Kyle, it's getting to a point where either rip the Band-Aid off or just saves quarterback three and just deal with it. Yeah. Like that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We got a couple of calls lining up. Let's go to one here before we hit a quick break. Joe in Alameda, you want to talk about Trey Lance. What did you see, Joe, from Trey Lance today in the preseason? Yeah, man. Today was unfortunate. Um seeing Trey struggle like that, especially with all the reports in the offseason about him, you know, working with Mahomes and, you know, trying to improve things. Look the point of it is right now, I think for the 49er faithful, is we got to rally behind Brock. Um, Trey's reluctant to get the ball out quick to people who are actually open. Um, and he's pulling the ball back down and doesn't really show the elusiveness or, or even the consciousness to escape the pocket safely, um, which is something that we definitely saw from Brock Purdy last year. So, I, I wanted to see Lance dance and all of these things, man, but it just doesn't look like it's going to happen. So, bang, bang, Niner gang, we've got to rally behind Brock, man. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. Hey, good call. If you want to get in, get in line. We're about to hit a break here, but you can get in line now. 888-957-9570. That is also the Xfinity mobile text line. I want to talk about something Joe mentioned on the other side. One of Trey Lance's quote-unquote uh 
I don't know, one of his better attributes. We can talk about that coming up, because I thought what I saw from Sam Darnold, maybe he's a little bit better at something that we all think Trey Lance is better at. I, we, we can hit on that on the other side. We'll talk a lot more about this game. Raiders beat the Niners 34-7 to in preseason week one. We'll dive more into the quarterbacks, and of course, we're on until 7. Plenty of time to get to everything here after preseason game number one for the 49ers. Again, get in line. 888-957-9570. Mark Randy, Sterling Bennett with you. It's overtime. We'll be, we're back with more right after this on 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. I mean, coming in the second half and here and there with twos slash threes on the whole line. Same with, you know, the receivers and everything. So, you know, we wanted to be careful with Sam for that reason, but we also wanted him to play too. So it was nice to be able to get Trey the whole first half, get Sam a little bit. Hopefully Sam will get a little bit more time next week. Now back to Overtime on 95.7 The Game. Uh, that was Kyle Shanahan talking about his uh, two main quarterbacks that played in this preseason game. You're listening to Overtime here on 95.7 The Game. Mark Grandy, Sterling Bennett with you. The number, if you want to call in, let us know what you thought about Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, or really any part of this game. And there is a lot to talk about. It wasn't the prettiest game for the 49ers. Again, the final score, 34-7. to We care a little bit less about the result and, and more about individual performances here in the preseason. But the number, 888-957-9570. That's also the Xfinity Mobile text line. You can also let us know your thoughts on our, our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash 957thegame, or on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 957thegame. We will get all your comments on all of those places. Uh, but something that we were talking about just before we went to break, Sterling, and something we were talking about a little uh, during the break, is Trey Lance, what, the moment he was drafted, uh, one of his strengths was his legs. I mean, he yeah. dominated with his legs at North Dakota State. And you, you watch all of those highlights, and it's just him running over tacklers, running past guys, scoring a lot of touchdowns with his legs. And it was just assumed, I think, that that was going to translate to the next level, to, yeah. the, to the NFL. 
Um, I know there are a lot of Niner fans who like to compare him to, oh, he's the next Josh <laughs> Allen, right? Josh Allen had a really rough rookie year, but mm-hmm. he played. That, that's one Very major. raw talent quarterback as well. 100%. And other Niner fans who are maybe hoping, oh, maybe he could be the next Lamar Jackson, all right? That <laughs> well, that's one... Kyle Shanahan's fault. He said, <laughs> I want Drew Brees and Lamar Jackson combining the one quarterback, and he goes, give me Trey Lance, exactly. and you go, okay, well... That's not who he is. Exactly. And and obviously he picked Trey Lance over Justin Fields, who's maybe the more normal comp for <laughs> Lamar Jackson. That's a conversation for a different day. But my point is, it was just assumed that one of his strengths was going to be his leg, his ability to extend plays, uh, to use his legs to, to get a ball down the field where perhaps a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't to also gain yards with his legs and move the chains. We also saw it in his rookie year. What It was the Sunday night game against the Green Bay Packers yeah. where he came in the final play of the first half and got into the end zone. That was the team's, I think, their first points in that yeah. entire half. Yeah. Um, so it was just a thought, a given, that that was going to be a strength. Something that stood out to me today, Sterling, from this game, Trey Lance played the entire first half. Stats look decent, 10 of 15, 112 and a touchdown, no interceptions. That zero in the interception column is a lie. We'll get <laughs> into be why. A two. <laughs> it should be a two. But I always thought that a strength is going to be this dude's legs. And he cannot run away from defensive ends. No. How many times did reserve defensive ends for the Las Vegas Raiders, at the very least, stay even with Trey Lance as he's scrambling out of the pocket? Sometimes they would catch up to him and catch him and bring him down from behind. This guy isn't, and I know it's been a talking point in the past, but we saw it again today. He's just simply not as quick and as explosive with his legs as I think we all assumed he was going to be when he was drafted third overall. It's almost like, just like him throwing, he gets caught in between of, should I run or should I stay in the pocket? And I think for him, those are still things you would like to think would come with experience. But he doesn't have that luxury anymore. He had that in 2021, you know, second team reps, be the scout team quarterback against the number one defense in the NFL and kind of find your footing as you progress in your rookie year. Um, come year two, I get he lost it because he got hurt. But right now in year three, Trey Lance, it's almost like he keeps finding himself in between. There was a play today where he ran for two yards, got out of the way of a defender, but he kept his eyes downfield. I like that stuff. He's looking for a big play. But there were other plays on the four sacks he had where either he's getting swallowed by the entire defensive line because the offensive line sucked, to be frank. But then there are other plays where he should be just tuck it and run. Get out of the, get out of the pocket and give me a yard. Give me something positive. But he's running to his side trying to throw still. And I, I like that. That's where his, his head's at. But sometimes, when you watch Lamar Jackson, you watch Josh Allen, the guys who you're supposed to be Jalen like, Hurts. right, Justin Fields, the guys who you're supposed to be, they sense pressure and say, nope, get out of Dodge. He's like, uh, 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 what do I do? Should I throw? Should I pass? Should I run? I have no idea what I should do. And that, again, it catches him in, in between so much where it's sack, 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 done, and plays over with, turnover on downs, and punt. And in this offense... Kyle Shanahan himself would rather you just throw it away, you know, throw it to a guy's knees, throw it to a guy's ankles, just incomplete the pass and don't get a sack. But Trey, there was a play today. He held the football for five seconds. You can never do that in the NFL in the pocket. You are going to get hit by somebody, especially with the second team offensive line in front of you playing so poorly. Like Trey Lance has to be more decisive, 
not just with throws, but he, what he wants to do on a certain play. Do you want to run or do you want to pass? Make up your mind. Yeah, I think that's the main point. He seems hesitant. He seems unsure of himself and, and what he wants to do, what he thinks is the right decision. And I think that is just alarming considering he's now entering his third preseason. I, I think that's the major takeaway from this. He just seems like a rookie. And I know he doesn't have a ton of playing time, but he should feel a little more... I would argue certain and sure of himself and the process that goes into it at this point. All right, Darian, you've been holding for quite a while. Let's get to you. Darian in Greensboro, North Carolina, wants to talk about Trey. Darian, what did you see today from Trey Lance? Yeah, so uh, so a couple things that I that I saw, you know, with Trey, I think it's just looking too fast for him right now. He's expecting the windows to be wide open. And it's the NFL, and they're not. So when he hits his back foot, he's just not letting it go. And it's just the game is just moving extremely too fast for him. And um, and another thing on that, you know, not only Trey, but the whole team, you know, I think we just we just lost our way in finding the process of, of navigating the season. We want to get right back to January, and we've lost our thought process on just navigating our way through the season, from the preseason through the regular season, and then – earning our way back to January, not just the NFL putting us back in January. So those are just my thoughts, and I'll take the rest off the air. All right, thanks, Darian. Yeah, good call. I mean, this team obviously has really high expectations, which is what makes this situation so unique because you have three, relatively, Sam Darnold is a little more experienced, but your options at quarterback are inexperienced, and I would argue none of them are, are really sure things, but this is a roster around the quarterbacks that is the best in football, in my opinion, at least. So you you kind of have a dichotomy between what the team is and what your goals are for the team and what legitimate, fair expectations are for the quarterback position. And it's tough because this team maybe was a quarterback away last year from going to the Super Bowl. Last two years. Right. And, and, well, sorry, Jimmy, but, <laughs> but yeah. Back in 2019, too, maybe. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. But <laughs> you think about it, and you kind of sit back and say, okay, this team has four quarterbacks, Purdy's a starter, Easy decision there. Yeah. But there is a possibility the other three guys, Allen, Darnold, and Lance, might have to play at, at, at times this year. And to see Trey go out there and I could argue maybe look the worst of the three on the field today, um, which hasn't been the case during practice, mind you, but to put that performance on the field in front of the live audience, taking live reps with guys who want to hit you and get you you know, on the ground and get sacks and take the ball away, to see that performance... I don't know how a fan, or even Kyle Shanahan, sits back and say, hmm, you are a playable piece on this offense. Yeah. George Kittle made it a point early in training camp during a press conference to say, we sit with every single young player, rookie or undrafted, and say, hey, look, we can't just win with 30 good players and 20 bad players. We need 50 strong, capable players and bodies in this room with the same goal in mind. Is Trey Lance one of those 50? You'd like to think so, but what he did today, I don't know if he is. If he has to play, let's say week four, week three, Giants, Thursday night football primetime, and he has to play, do you trust him? Against that defense? That's, that's, that's tough. Probably not. Yeah. And that scares me. Yeah, it does. 100%. Something that you said there, though, Trey Lance has had, or at least recently, maybe the last couple of weeks, 
Uh, he, he certainly, I thought, was the better quarterback, at least when compared to Brock Purdy in the, in the two joint practices yeah. against the Raiders, more maybe because Brock Purdy struggled in those joint practices. My question for you, though, you've been at just about every single practice in training camp. Are we overreacting to just one half of preseason football? It didn't look pretty. It wasn't great. I know what the stats say. The stats look good. We'll, we'll debunk that coming up <laughs> later. Um, but are we are we overreacting to just a half of preseason football where he's playing with an offensive line that that really struggled? There was uh, what a drop on a screen yeah. pass to what to Jordan Mason, yep. I think. Are we overreacting to a half of a preseason game when, for the most part, he's put some good things on tape? In training camp. Well, keep in mind, Kyle Shanahan wants the entire preseason abolished, so maybe he doesn't think anything of it, and we're kind of blowing smoke here, but I, it makes me think that, yeah, it's one preseason game, it's one half. He can come out against Denver and against Los Angeles in two weeks and light it up, and we're saying, what was that in Las Vegas? Oh my goodness, yeah. that was not the Trey Lance I've seen and know, but it also makes me rethink how I feel about it of, am I overblowing training camp practice? Like, who is the real Trey Lance? I think that's the conversation we've been trying to figure out for three years. Who is Trey Lance? Is he the guy who has three touchdowns in the red zone and joint practices against Las Vegas or against his own defense in, in training camp at Levi Stadium? Or is he the quarterback against Las Vegas, comes out and throws two near picks, goes 10 for 15, but you know, is really shaky on the easy stuff and you know seems kind of gun-shy? Is he that quarterback? And I think for Kyle Shanahan, he doesn't know. So how can we know? And so... We can only go off of what we see from him. And for the mass audience, they've only seen what they saw today. Not good. And it's not good at all. And for them to sit back, and I wouldn't blame anybody right now if they said, that's the guy you've hyped up the entire offseason of, he got his mechanics fixed and he worked with Patrick Mahomes. That's the guy? I can't tell. Yeah. Nothing has seemingly changed with Trey Lance when it comes to playing live-action football. To be fair, Kyle Shanahan has stated multiple times he cares a lot more about, say, the joint practices yeah. as opposed to the preseason games. That's fine. He he can think that 100% if he feels like players show him what they got, what they can do more in those joint practice environments over a preseason game, sure, that's fine. But the point still stands that this is gigantic <laughs> and huge and important for Trey Lance, these preseason games. Maybe... Uh, a bad showing in a joint practice hurts his standing in Kyle Shanahan's yeah. eyes more than a, a preseason game, whatever. But it's still hugely important, and this isn't something where he's in a position where he can just shrug off a preseason game because he needs he needs things to start falling his way consistently yeah. if he's going to resurrect his career with the 49ers because you're going down a path where, I mean, you could see something happen before the season starts, where he might not even be on the roster, I know that's that's crazy. We we can we can talk about that, but this is all every single rep in practice and in, in the joint practices and camp and in the preseason game. They're all feeling like do or die moments yeah. for Trey Lance. Well, it feels like he almost every snap you're waiting for Trey to be who you thought he was going to be. And almost every snap, he's never that player. You're just waiting for the glimmer of light. <laughs> You're waiting for him to be that Drew Brees and Lamar Jackson. Down the field. Come on. <laughs> You're waiting for that 70 yard touchdown pass. And sometimes he hits it. Danny Gray last year against Green Bay in yep. the preseason. They go, that's enough. Pull him off the field. You're our starting quarterback. But almost every snap this offseason, all the media, come on, Trey. They want to see him be this guy. Because you know what? Like Kyle Shanahan wants that. Because guess what? If he has Trey Lance, former third overall pick, 
the guy who he believes you know supposed to be this elite quarterback, and then he has Brock Purdy. That's going to force Shanahan's hand to play Trey Lance to go. Wow, I have this perfect quarterback, this Ferrari, as Jerry Rice called him on this very station. I have a Ferrari compared to a Honda Civic, and Honda Civics. I have a Honda Civic. They do their job. Hey, Great gas mileage. Job done. Great job going to the city today. Easy stuff, but you want that Ferrari. Trey Lance has never shown to be that Ferrari. He's that Mitsubishi sports car who's always in the shop getting worked on. And I hate to say it because I want him to succeed, but he's never done anything that makes me say, yes, you are worth three first-round draft picks. And Kyle Shanahan's doing the same thing right now, saying, when is Trey going to be what I thought he was going to be? Yeah, going to need to see something at some point, that's for sure. All right, let's get back to the phones here. I see you on hold. You want to give us a call, 888-957-9570. That is also the Xfinity Mobile text line. Let us know your thoughts there. Up next is Tia in Texas. Wants to talk about the play calling. Tia, what did you think in the Niners' first preseason game today? Yeah, uh, I think y'all are overreacting because, to me, it's, you could tell the play calling was different between Trey Lance, Sam Donner, and Brandon Allen. You can see that when Trey Lance came out, we threw the ball in the first two possessions. We never do that. Like, Kyle never throws the ball three times in a row, back to back to back. He didn't run the ball, really, until the second quarter. So I'm trying to figure out why was the play calling different with Trey Lance than it was for Sam Darnold. I don't know, Tia. That's that's an interesting question. I, I think that you can make an argument that Kyle Shanahan is maybe calling a little bit more throws than normal. They did a lot of play action, which I think is also normal for the 49ers. But he's trying to see what Trey Lance has. Put yeah. him back in the fire. Let him drop back to throw and see what he can do when he gets under pressure. Offensive line wasn't good. I don't know about you, Sterling. The play calling didn't really come into mind for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem with Kyle Shanahan maybe forgetting about the run game a little bit in the preseason game when you're trying to figure out what your quarterback has. That doesn't really bother me all that much. I thought, I mean, they also threw the ball a decent amount with Sam Darnold in there. I don't know. Was play calling on your radar? It wasn't, but also Trey Lance threw the ball 15 times. Sam and uh, Brandon Allen got it. Eight, eight apiece. So 16 for two quarterbacks and 15 for Trey. It wasn't like there and was. Trey this, played the whole first half. Right. So, there, two split the so it wasn't half. like there was this overwhelmingly discrepancy yeah. of like, oh my goodness, Trey Lance threw so much more than Sam and, and Brandon Allen did. But no, I think what it comes down to is Brandon Allen and Sam Darnold are, are a more efficient quarterback in what they can do. Now, their ability to be a playmaker is much different. Their, their skill set's much different. Sam, Sam Darnold is much more of a quick out, slant, eight yards, five yards, work on timing. Trey Lance is a, let's get this ball down the field as fast as we can. And I think for Kyle Shanahan, for Trey Lance, who in his mind I'm sure is still fighting for the number two quarterback job, but you want to see all the work he's put in over the offseason. You want to see, okay, is it going to pay off here? How are you in the pocket? There have been no Trey packages in mm, practice. This happening. is a you kind of you got to suck it up and play quarterback in the in, in the NFL. This is no more. We're going to utilize your legs on read options and stuff. This is there was one running QB design play in practice. One. There was like eleven practices <laughs> in the red zone. He got one. There wasn't this read option to TDP or McCaffrey. This was a you are going to play quarterback within the pocket. I have to see how do you perform. Trey Lance today, eh, D+. Plus. And other guys, Sam and Brandon, which I think, because they are more refined in the pocket than Trey is, 
they were more efficient today. But the play calling was by no means on my radar of, you know, that looks a little wonky here, looks a little weird here. This was a, Trey Lance just didn't do his job well today, whereas Sam and Brandon Allen kind of did. Yeah, and Sam Darnold, I mean, I guess I'll ask you this question. I have my answer. I think it's a relatively obvious one. What was the best play a Niners quarterback made in this game today? 37-yard pass that Ronnie Bell backed up against his own end zone by Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold from his own end zone to the right sideline in the breadbasket to rookie Ronnie Bell off the 35-yard line. Again, from the middle part of the field <laughs> all the way outside to the right sideline. Perfectly placed ball, 37 yards through the air. And those are the kinds of plays that Sam Darnold makes. I mean, yeah. what... Kyle Shanahan saying that Sam Darnold's the most talented thrower of the football the Niners have ever had, potentially. <laughs> like, he has crazy arm talent. Yeah. I know everyone kind of took those comments and, and ran wild with them, not saying that he's a better quarterback than Steve Young or Joe Montana or whatever, but he has the crazy arm talent. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of plays are not new for Sam Darnold. He's th- made that kind of throw often in his NFL career. The issue is, for Sam Darnold, for every one of those amazing, incredible (laughs) throws he makes, he has one equally boneheaded throw that is intercepted by a linebacker where Darnold hit him between the numbers. That's what Sam Darnold's issue is. But that didn't happen today. It did not. And who made the the more turnover-worthy throws today? It was Trey Lance. No interceptions officially, but the touchdown pass that he made to Ross Dwelly was really intended for Ronnie Bell, and it should have been picked off. And then at the end of the first half, where the Niners were trying to get into field goal range, they got the ball with, what, 30 seconds left? Mm-hmm. First throw of that drive, <laughs> over the middle, right to a defender, should have been intercepted. It was dropped. They ultimately moved the ball. He made a couple of nice throws after mm-hmm. that. They got into field goal range. Jake Moody missed it. 0 for 2 today. Yikes. <laughs> but if... If the the knock on Sam Darnold, who you're competing with to be the number two quarterback on this team, the knock on him is his propensity to turn the ball over, and now you're making a habit of turning the ball over, that's a recipe to not win the number two job. If anything, today reaffirmed why Sam Darnold's here. It reaffirmed the idea that Sam Darnold was brought in to either push Trey Lance or take Trey Lance's spot. Because right now... As of the first preseason game being over with, we're going on to week two on Monday, Sam Darnold is in the lead for this quarterback two job because he's played better throughout the majority of training camp on most days, although Trey Lance has had you know, the higher highs. But it's all about how high is your floor. Right now, Sam Darnold's floor is much higher than Trey Lance's. Oh, man. And I hate saying That's that. scary. But there's a real chance, and Niner fans should get to understand this, that Sam Darnold might be your quarterback too this year, and he might play this year. And I think Kyle Shanahan believes he'll play very well in this offense, where Sam Darnold's not going to have to force plays in this offense. He'll be wide open guys in the flat, on crossers, where Trey Lance has having to wait for guys to get open, because, and, and to be fair, let's be honest here, no quarterback had the first-string offensive line. Nobody had Christian yeah. McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo and Ayuk. We're going to make things easier for any quarterback they play with, Josh Johnson included. Now, you're also going against the Raiders' second-string defense. Right, so it kind of evens itself out, <laughs> and you go, okay, well, maybe you just weren't good today, whereas Sam Darnold you point to and say, okay, he was 5 for 8, like 85 yards, had the best play of the day from a quarterback, and I, I think looked the most prepared to play in a football game today. I don't think Trey Lance looked prepared. He looked wide-eyed. Kind of like, what do I do? Should I throw? Should I pass? Where should the football go? And Sam's like, bing, bang, boom, here, first down, 85 yards. Ronnie Bell, 37 yards. And he's like, yeah, 
I've played here. I've done this before for four years. And Trey Lance is like, I've played four games in three years. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing yet. Well, yeah, it's a weird conversation because you have Sam Darnold, who's experienced in the sense that he's been in the league and he yeah. started a lot of games, but he's new to this system and he's new to this offense. You have <laughs> Trey Lance, who is not new to the system and not new to the offense. He was drafted two and a half years ago now, and this offense, this scheme, is the only one he's known after his North Dakota State days, but he doesn't have a lot of playing time yeah. in the league. And a lot of the talk at a training camp was, well, how quick is Sam Darnold going to pick up this offense? It's a difficult offense to pick up, mm-hmm. a difficult offense to master. Trey Lance has the advantage in that sense because he has been with Kyle Shanahan. He knows this offense, or at least he should <laughs> know this offense more than Sam Darnold. Arnold, and maybe it's just Darnold's experience being in the NFL taking yeah. over, but it also felt like Sam Darnold was the quarterback who just was more comfortable mm-hmm. with the play calls that, that Kyle Shanahan was making. And I know it's relatively vanilla. They're not going to go deep into their playbook right. in the preseason. They're not going There's to. There's no Philly special today. Yeah, they're not going to expose their secrets. They're not going to, you know, the. The, the calls that Shanahan is drawing up on his cocktail napkins when he's out, you know, in, in Cabo or whatever yeah. during the offseason. He's not bringing that out preseason week one. But it just seemed like, maybe contrary to what a lot of us expected, Sam Darnold was more comfortable in the system than Trey Lance was, at least early on right now. And maybe that is the experience of playing four years now, five years now, yeah. I guess, with the Jets and Carolina. But even Craig in the back made a good point that. Sam Darnold has played with less talent than this team's second string offense, and he made it look better than Trey Lance did, who has had in a very small sample size, you know, Ayuk and Debo and Kittle and Christian McCaffrey, albeit didn't play with him yet. But Sam Darnold looked like the best quarterback on the field, minus Aiden O'Connell in Las Vegas. Oh, he's the GOAT, Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> like Sam Darnold today, whether it's the experience or the comfortability playing in the NFL for five years now, he looked like a poised decisive quarterback in the pocket, right on his timing. You want to get on Kyle Shanahan's good side? You do what Sam Darnold did today. You do what Jimmy Garoppolo has done. Yeah. Which is what Sam Darnold did. Hitting the the easy throws, be on with your timing. There was a a great throw out to the right. I I think it was, I don't know, it might have been Ronnie Bell, the receiver, on a third down in the third quarter. He threw it out before Bell made the cut out to the outside. Perfectly placed, perfectly timed ball. And they moved the sticks. They got the first down. You rarely see, I know it's a small sample, we didn't see Trey Lance with that sort of good timing on a route and putting it right on his guy. He seemed a little more hesitant. And and, and that's a really big deal for this offense, considering so much of it is timing-based. Trey Lance, 10 of 15, 112 and a touchdown, no interceptions. Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen both were 5 for 8. Darnold, 84 yards. Brandon Allen, 36 yards. Allen also did throw an interception. Darnold did not, also did not throw a touchdown. Niners lose. They get dominated 34 to 7 over the Raiders week one of the preseason. We'll take a break here on overtime. When we come back, we'll continue reacting. We want to hear from you as well. Let us know your thoughts about Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and company. There are some positives to get to. We have two more hours of overtime. We'll get to it all here on 95-7 the game. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number to call. We'll be back with you after this break. You're listening to Overtime on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 